God gave me a spiritual gift of exhortation. Exhortation is an ability to warn the church about traps, problems, evil. And we are told in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, exhort them and even more as you see the day approaching. It is even more important right now to exhort you and warn you than it will be was in the days of Paul. It's even more important today by giving multiple warnings that those of you who belong to God may be avoiding those persons who come saying they're Christians, but they really do not have the Spirit of God. Therefore, they cannot follow God. They follow their own mind and their own desires. And you will be swept away by them, for you will be constantly troubled by them if you have the Spirit of God. You will not be able to live in peace with them. And one thing we have to do as we move forward in these days before the return of Jesus, we have to live in peace without spot and blameless. And you will never live in peace with that person who says he's the church when he troubles you. If you have the Spirit of God and he troubles you, he's not of God. You can exhort him in the way of God, but after the first and second time you try to correct him and he doesn't heed the correction, just depart from him. That's what you have to do. That is a scripture in Titus chapter 3. Start at verse 9. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is an heretic, after the first and second admonition, reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. You can warn him once or maybe twice. Then just walk away from him if he refuses the scripture. I have just found it rampant that people in church groups refuse the scriptures. And often they will even say, I know the Bible says that, but we have our own doctrine at our church. I have heard that statement multiple times. So don't be deceived by them. For those who have the Spirit of God are corrected and will change 
and those who do not have the Spirit of God will not repent nor change. For the Spirit of God is not in them to show them sin. And you can't make them understand. You can speak it once or twice. But then if they continue in their own way, which is opposite from the way of God, you have to walk away from them to save yourself. Otherwise, you will be pulled down by them, by a false hope, and you will be destroyed. So learn to watch what they do and walk away when it is opposite to the scriptures as they call themselves a Christian. For they are Antichrist, living in their own doctrines and setting aside, casting away, falling away from the scriptures. Our own flesh and devils want us to forget what the evil person did or said, and our flesh and devils want to excuse that person, ignoring the evidence and deceiving ourselves in thinking everything is really okay with them. They just had a bad day or something. Do not be deceived. Learn to live in truth. Paul said, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Is that what you do? Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Jesus said, by their fruits you will know them. Examples. Every one of these examples, the man who came to me, or the woman who came to me, identified himself, herself, as being a Christian. Every one of them. Jesus said in the last days, many would come saying, he is the Christ, and they would deceive many because they say Jesus is Lord. They come identifying themselves as a Christian. But are they really? Well, you will know by their fruits. You will know by whether or not they seek God and follow the Spirit of God. If there's evidence of that, they are a Christian. If they are simply being wise in their own eyes, and you are troubled by what they say and do, they are not Christians. You can try to teach them. You can try to explain to them. You will not be able to do so because wisdom and understanding are from God. Being born again is from God. You can't make it happen. As much as we would like to be able to make it happen, we can't make it happen. It is God who adds to the church them that are being saved, and he does it by his Spirit. We who have the Spirit can recognize when that other person does not have the Spirit, if we are willing to recognize it. So let's look at some examples. One woman sent me an email and in that email, she was praising her pastor. 
how wonderful he was. It really troubled me. Two or three days later, I realized not once did this woman ever praise God and how and speak of his works or how wonderful he is. Now that showed me the truth about this woman. This woman delights in humans, but not in God. She never once told me the word of God that she delighted in. She never gave any evidence at all of being a Christian. All she wanted to do was attend church, praise her pastor. You cannot walk with a person like this. She will constantly trouble you. You can't live in peace with a person like this. Another woman came to me, and she showed herself to be extremely twisted. She couldn't keep things straight. Leave her alone. If you try to straighten her out, you will be drained for no good, for she will continue in her way, for she is without God's understanding, and you will not be able to make her understand. It will only pull you down. I have strong evidence of this. For 39 years, I tried to bring the word of God to this woman who said she was of God, but she couldn't understand the word. She tried to follow it, but she was trying of her own flesh, and she was constantly twisted. She was like a radio station that isn't fully tuned in. You can't do anything for her. Now, I know we want to think we can, but we can't. One woman railed out at me with a vicious accusation. She showed what she is, and that is a railer. You have to leave her alone. One relative tried to bring me to her church. But she shows no love at all for the word of God. Only for her church. And I realized that if I should have entertained the idea of going with her, I would have to deny faith in God and everything that God has shown me. She only wanted to turn me away from those things God had shown me and bring me to her church. One man admitted to me that he was committing fornication while he was teaching our Bible class. Our flesh wants to still think he's good. He is not good, but wicked. 1 Corinthians 11.5, Paul tells us what to do in the case of a person like this who calls himself a brother. If any man among you calls himself a brother while he is committing fornication or a drunkard or covetous or an extortioner or a railer, put him away from among yourselves. Paul even called him a wicked person. 
in verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 5. We have to do that. It's not a matter of counseling him and teaching him. He was the Bible teacher. Even if he wasn't the Bible teacher, as a brother in Christ, he knows better than to commit fornication. He knows better than to live in drunkenness. He knows that already. You cannot bring him to repentance. He already knows the truth. He turned from the truth. Just walk away from him. I said to this man, after he admitted he was committing fornication, I said to him, oh, you know the Bible as well as I do. I can't have anything to do with you. And he said, that's right. He didn't care. Another example, one man who was from another country sent me an email asking me for help concerning a section of scripture in Matthew. He said, please help me to understand. I sent him what God had shown me about the matter. He sent me a second email saying, or it could be this, or it could be that. I just put him away from me. This man is unclean. He is evil. He came disguising himself into being a humble person who really wanted to learn. But all he wanted to do was debate the gospel. He is unclean and evil, coming with deceptive motives. And I told him this. And I told him I would have nothing more to do with him. If he wrote me, I would not read his emails. One woman said she was a Jewish Christian, a Messianic Jew, that she believed in Jesus. But she was a divorced woman and had recently met a man and was dating him. And we warned her that if she married this man, she would commit adultery and gave her the scripture on it. And she said to us, I'm a messianic Christian and we have our own doctrine. So we put her away from us. You can't deal with a person like this. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. There is only one doctrine, and that's the doctrine of Jesus Christ through the Spirit of God in the Bible. One woman came identifying herself as a Christian, but she displayed no real understanding of godliness or of things of God. She wouldn't see evil. She failed to see evil. She wanted to see everything as good. That is not true. The entire Bible shows us there's a good and an evil. We can't see these people as good. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 17, God says, Ye have wearied the Lord with your words. Ye say... Wherein have we wearied him? And God says, when, every, when, when you say 
that everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them. You weary God. We have to speak truth when we speak. We can't call evil good. We must not try to do that. We must not try to justify the wicked. And when a person does that, we must put that person away from us. For we will be deceived if we try to follow God with that type of person among us. One woman showed me over and over that she turns to God when there is a problem. And she allows God to show her what to do, and she does that. Over a period of three years or so, I witnessed her doing that. Now that's the person you want to cling to. Hold fast to your relationship with this type of person. For this person is walking in the Spirit of God, and she will not trouble you. All of those others who say they're Christians that trouble you, <laughs> you can't walk with them. You give them maybe one or two exhortations, and if they still trouble you, walk away from them. My Church of Christ cousin told me that she does fine during the day, but at night she just gets so lonely. Her husband died 10 years prior to her telling me this. I said, oh, when you begin to feel lonely, turn to God in prayer and ask him to help you. He will. That's an admonition. The next time I talked to my Church of Christ cousin, she said, I do well in the day, but at night I get so lonely. I walked away from her. After the first or second admonition, reject them. It won't work. They're not going to follow God. They don't follow God by his spirit, though they attend church constantly. Of the nine examples I have given, one was pure and without trouble to me. Therefore, follow God with that one who is no grief to you because that person has the Spirit of God. And you have the Spirit of God and you can walk together in the way of God. 1 Thessalonians 5.21, Paul says, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. This is a very important scripture for each of us to live by. Titus chapter 3, start at verse 9. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and striving about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is an heretic, after the first and second admonition, reject. 
knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. Don't keep trying to instruct that person. After the first or second admonition, reject him. If he shows you that he will not heed the scriptures, that he will not heed the godly recommendations, advice, and warnings, just walk away from him. You can't help him. You will want to think you can help him. Your flesh wants to think you can help him. The devil wants you to think you can help him so you can be destroyed by him. But God says, after the first and second admonition, reject him. And that is what we must learn to do. For in the end times there will be much deception in the churches. And many will come saying they are Christians and deceive many. These are things the Bible shows us. This is what we will see. Learn to watch that person. See what he does. If he demonstrates he is following the Spirit of God, rejoice. If he demonstrates he is not following the Spirit of God, not seeking God, going in his own way of thinking and rejecting scriptures, do not accept this person. Walk away from him immediately. Save yourself, for you won't be able to save him. I once told my mother, you can go down, but I'm not going to go with you. She straightened up and said, I don't want you to be destroyed. I don't want you to go down with me. So she changed her way and corrected herself by the word of God. Let them either correct themselves or not. But you can't go down with them. You must not sacrifice yourself for evildoers. It will do no good. It will only destroy you. These scriptures are copied out in writing for you on our blog. If you go to Jesus Ministries Exhortation podcast, bring up today's podcast, which is Deception Abounds Before Jesus Returns. You will see the scriptures that I've spoken, written out for you. Again, the blog is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you.